This is the Pac-12 preview for the college football season. With On the No Off-Season podcast. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Do yeah, your you job. just cut me off. I was going there, and then you just cut me off like that. How dare you? This is the No Off-Season podcast. Ryan Rohalli and Thelma Rohalli here for the Pac-12 preview of this series. And, um... A lot of things going on in the Pac-12. This might be the last year of the Pac-12, or this might just be a last year of powerhouse Pac-12, or this the... Where's the Jeezy drop? Last of a dying breed, last of a dying breed. It's right? definitely the last of a dying breed of the uh, Pac-12. Now, to miss it, I do love the Pac-12. I think it is one of the more entertaining, underrated, fun things, Pac-12 after dark. You know, Ironically, this is the probably best year... The deepest the conference has been in probably since USC was on top. I was about to say back in the oh seven oh eight era. I was about to say this might be one of the more in depth Pac twelve teams because you have four really quality good teams and potential champions in there, and then you have good teams down at the bottom. Dion makes his makes his entrance in a Power Five conference with Colorado, and though of course they'll be leaving the Big Twelve. But it is one of the more intriguing conferences, I would say, of the year of you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Because that's just the Pac-12, though. It's always a little wild. Nobody really is set in stone as the top-tier team, say, like in the ACC or the Big Big Ten with your Michigan's, Ohio States, and your Clemson's. Well, when Lincoln Riley comes in, kind of he shuts everything down and makes he sure that does, he runs the conference. He didn't run it last year, though, that's for sure. Utah did win it last year. And so it's just one of those things where you sit there and you go, all right, who's going to win it and who's 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 contender and who's not? Because there are people that are, all these teams can be contenders, but there's definitely going to be some teams that are like, oh, well, we thought they were going to be good, but, you know, they didn't live up to it. Or that they have a game like, say, Washington, who's all full head of steam and then end up laying a goose egg against UCLA, and then UCLA lays a goose egg against Arizona. And then you have Oregon State, who just randomly likes to mess things up and beats Oregon and things like that. Like, that's how wild the conference is. Mm-hmm. And, then wild, have, wild West. and then you have USC in, in Utah last year who, you know, they ran the conference. Utah beat USC twice. USC loses in the Sugar Bowl, and Utah loses in the Rose Bowl. So it's one of those things where – it is wild, and they have good teams, but they still have to step up in, I guess, the way you would say, the bigger stages in bowl games. That's for the mainstream thing, because everyone thinks if you don't win the uh, playoff, your conference is bad. Yeah, I'm not saying we were a bad conference. We were just very even out, but we also didn't win a, major, a New Year's Six bowl game, as you would like to say. Yeah. And Utah got beat very convincingly against... Penn State and USC choked against Tulane. Let's just say how it is there. Like USC fans would be like, well, we didn't care. We were playing Tulane. Yeah, we but like, it's one of those things. Well, you, you choked against Utah, too. Yeah, so you, 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 you can't lose end. against Tulane in that type of situation to yeah. show how good the conference actually is. And you built out that big lead and then just choked it away, too. So you couldn't say you didn't care because you built a lead. Yeah, so, so it's just one of those things. But... um Per usual, we're gonna, I'm going to ask the town what he thinks about the conference. I think we already got ahead of that. So, I think it's time for the three things we hate, like we did in the ACC preview. Oh, yeah. I forgot about doing that. Yeah. It is the three things we hate about the Pac-12. Maybe it'll be a continuous uh, theme that I have is uh, where I just hate the stadiums. No, I think our stadiums are great. And, <laughs> uh, I think our stadiums in the Pac-12 are actually really decent, at least. Uh, 
You like stadium, I, stadium. I would no. I would say you more prefer differently than you actually hate the fact that nobody goes to the stadiums. In in the Pac-12, they do. No, they don't. That's one of the problems. It, depending on if you're down in the south, like uh, I would say, I would say the Oregon Washington State shows out. Washington shows out. Oregon shows out. I would say the California schools. Yes, those are. The they ones. have the trouble. But we, but they have other things going on. They're going to be billionaires because they're going to Stanford and Cal, so they have other things to worry about. Yeah, but like the Rose Bowl more. doesn't come out because you know they don't it's live too far away. Too from far UCLA. away. Yeah. But stadium wise, yes, the Rose Bowl is the best stadium. So you do have the best stadium in all college football in the conference. One of the prettiest looking stadiums, yes. But uh, uh, one thing I hate, and I'm just going to throw this out there. It's obviously news. The Pac-12 just dead. It's dead. Mm-hmm. I hate the Pac-12 dying. I am a Pac-12 lover. I do. I understand it absolutely. Do Do I wish it did? It happened. No. Things could have went differently. It could have went a lot differently. Uh, I just don't know who to blame for that. Was it Colorado at that time? No, nah, I'll blame because they went. I'll blame the. We commission. were going. Texas was going to the Pac-12. Yeah, I know. I blame some. A&M. That's who it was. A&M, Missouri, going to SEC, kind of. No, A&M didn't want us to leave. And they didn't. They weren't invited to the Pac-12 because their education system wasn't good enough. Okay. And that... then we wanted to stay with them. But then we were like, well, we'll do a Longhorn Network deal and do it on ourselves." And then A&M got pissed off about that and then they chopped it up. Yeah, but that's been like uh, almost a decade ago. So that I blame the commissioner not being able to find the TV deal right for us in this Kind of this lackluster, and like everybody's gonna stay put after Texas and Oklahoma left. And once USC left and UCLA left, it kind of was like, all right, we need to solidify and let's get another SoCal team here to keep everything in unity and maybe even the SMU to like make sure teams are like still with the program. Fresno State, things like that. It didn't matter which one, it just was one of those things where one of them had to come and they didn't come and Colorado was like look you don't have a TV deal we don't believe you in your TV deal after Pac-12 media, Pac media day and they were like look we're out we want to get stabilized and then sure enough Arizona's like look we kind of want to go out too and then it was like well you got to take Arizona State with you and it's just that domino effect and that's where you're at right now currently yeah, that's right. where we're at right now where there's a domino effect of where most likely, you're going to see Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah go to the Big 12 because the Pac-12 just is not moving. And they're just sitting put, waiting for a TV deal that hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Turner does want to spend the money on it. Um, yeah, that does suck. Uh, number two for I hate Pac-12 refs. Oh. Pac-12 refs are uh, the second worst refs in all of the conferences of football. They are at the... Second worst. And Oklahoma fans, stand up. You know you got a screw job at Oregon. And that was years ago. But the refs haven't improved since then. And they do shysty shit. A lot of people, uh, Pac-12 After Dark, if you ever watched Pac-12 After Dark back in the day, you would see um, they... Not even, they, after, not even after, they after, always, after today. It's the most entertaining thing in the world because you don't know what's going to happen. Very true. But they always give the team that's the... Bigger name in the Pac-12, the benefit of the doubt. That conti- happens on a continuous basis, especially if they're at home. 
I'll say this. Because USC, I've seen USC get so many calls, and Oregon get so many calls. If you're not a fan of the Pac-12 after, if you love the action on a Tuesday and Wednesday. Yeah, Thursday, right? No, Tuesday Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday, and this wild shit happening, you'll love the Pac-12 after dark. If East Coast people stay up to like 1 a.m. watching Pac-12 after dark, and you're just like, this is the wildest shit I've ever seen. It's every week, and it's enjoyable. And that's what makes it fun, though. And that's just one of the things you're going to miss, too. Like, you're not going to get Pac-12 after dark after, what, this year, probably, pretty much? Yeah. It's, well, you might with the whatever the Big Ten. maybe. I mean, Pac-12 after dark is just going to be Mountain West after dark if you really want to go to that route. Yeah. Go go Lobos. Go Lobos. Go Rams. <laughs> but Air power. Uh, another thing I hate... Oh, man. It's hard to, for me because I love the Pac-12 so much. But uh, another thing I do hate, I would say the fan bases of the California teams. They annoy the shit out of me. You can't just half fill it at least. Get the bottom half filled. Too much going on in California, right? There's, not There's a, too much going on. You can say that, but the fact that Stanford can't fill out a stadium. they Well, they're busy. They are busy being... Saving the world, being doctors and everything. There, there are no doctors in Stanford. They just want to be technology guys. I feel like you should. California in general has gave a quit on the football program, fo- fo- football thing in general. Oh, their fans have. Yes. yes. Yeah. Not just in college and the NFL too. I just Back think, with, I remember when Cal was good with Rogers and um, Bowler. Kyle yeah, Bowler, they, it would they, fill they, out. They it filled out. out. And like, that stadium actually, was, that stadium. It is really nice. They would the fill California out. Stanford would fill out from time to time. It's just one of so, those things where you just don't see it anymore. Like, and you, I get annoyed when you see the picture. Like, damn, you can't even fill out a stadium against, like, UCLA against LSU. And you're like, damn, you can't fill out that stadium. And it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things where you just get annoyed by it. And you're like, damn, California, fill out the stadium. That's so it. that's one of the things I hate. About the Pac-12. Um, yeah. And I don't know if I have a third. I have to figure out a third. I'm trying to go off the cuff and figure out a third thing that I hate about the Pac-12. Oh, um, I do. I hate Arizona State. I, uh, <laughs> there you go. I, I hate go. Arizona State. That's just from an Arizona fan. You could, you know. I hate I hate that you got rid of your, your mascot on your helmet. I think the fucking fort is stupid. I think your jerseys are stupid. I don't think anything you guys do is cool. You changed your name of your stadium from Sun Devil Stadium to something stupid because it's in the fucking mountains. You're stupid. The whole thing of Arizona State is stupid. You guys fucked up your own brand that was cool. That you know what? I One of the even, best mascots that I couldn't even shit on. Yeah. Because you had cool helmets, you fucked it up. Who gives a fuck about your spork? It's not a spork, but it's, what is know. it? Oh, it looks like a trident. I don't know. I guess it's a trident. But who gives a fuck about uh, it? It definitely is. It's a pitchfork, right? It's a pitchfork because they're the sun devils. It has to be a pitchfork. It's but it, three, looks like, it looks like a yeah, Florida State spear on their stupid. new helmet. Yeah. It's stupid as fuck. Keep your mascot. I don't even remember the mascot's name, but keep them. Like, that's what made you cool. With the yellow helmets. Instead, you guys want to think you're Oregon and be doing dumb shit. That's why you guys suck. And that's why you guys will always suck. In every sport you play for years on end. And that we have to carry you to the Big 12 because Arizona is a still a brand. And you guys are not anymore. You guys have never been a brand for a long time. 
It, you have one star, and then you guys ride that star, and then when that star dies, you die. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, I guess the last one I have is just, like, the fact that I have to stay up and watch Pac-12 uh, football and then feel bad when I go to work the next day. Okay, that's fair. You know, if like... You, if you I, work I the to, next day on Sunday, yeah, it's yeah, rough. I have to stay up yeah. to watch it. That's I would say, I will agree that with that. If you're not on the West Coast, Mountain West time... And you're on the East Coast anytime. You got to stay up till 3 a.m. watching Oregon State. Not 3 a.m., but uh, well, I guess the, East Coast. Yeah, yeah East yeah, Coast. Yeah. If, you're, if you're in New York watching Oregon, Oregon State yeah, play at 9 does, o'clock. Because I love Even watching though most it. of the time they don't hear Oregon, Washington State playing at 9 o'clock or midnight pretty much East Coast time. Yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah, that's, that does that does hurt. Yeah. So, time zones. But that's more of a time zone thing anyway. I've, I wish every time zone wasn't different, but... That's you know, how you have to wake works. up and wake up and have to go to work. That that does hurt a little bit when you have to wake up yeah, on Sunday. No disagreement with that. But um, all right, you ready to do your rankings? Oh yeah, been ready, been ready. Right. Uh, I I'm pretty confident on these two, so uh, I will say I might go perfect. You're not gonna go perfect, but uh, I feel like I'm gonna be pretty good. All right, so who's your last team? Last team. Um, Arizona State. Arizona State? Yeah. All right. And Hired a coach with no experience, nothing at all. I don't even think he's 32 years old. It's going to be maybe eventually he's going to be the right coach, but this year he's going to just struggle because he's never coached. 32-year-old getting a college football job, head coaching job, doesn't really have experience at all. So I don't see how Arizona State plays well in any fashion uh, this year, um, I'm not, and they don't have talent too because you know why they don't have talent because fucking the uh, what's it called Herm didn't Edwards. recruit Herm Edwards didn't recruit, so they don't really have too much talent. So Kenny Kenny Dillingham is he's set up to fail, and I think he will. I'm somewhat agreeing with you there. I don't have him last though, unfortunately. I have um, I have Stanford last. That's fair enough. Uh, they only bring back three offensive players and three defense players last year from a three and nine team. Mm-hmm. And you're like, it only could go up from there because they went three and nine, right? You would think. Yeah, but their coach, he coached in D two for years. Okay. At Sacramento State University, uh, Troy Taylor. I don't think they're good. Yeah, I think they're good. They're gonna get good recruits sooner or later. But at least Troy Taylor has experience. Yes, he has experience. But I just don't believe that they're there yet. I think he needs more time. Their quarterback situation is a mess. They don't know who they're gonna start. They got a transfer from Syracuse. They have Patu, So Patu, Daniel Wills, and Miles Jackson. That they got a four quarterback system there right now that they don't know which one they're going to choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, the defense last year wasn't that good. It was good. In, well, the conservative ass offensive system that they played under David Shaw, their defense yeah. look, looks good, but it wasn't good. Yeah. So the fact that you only bring three back, and I understand why you only bring three back, new, new coach transfers coming out, but 
David Shaw quit the past three years of, at Stanford. Uh, David Shaw's quit for years, and I always said he needed to get fired. I'm glad they fired him. Yeah, so that's why I can't put him last, because but I, I, think did, I'm I, just I cannot more, put them last. I'm just, Troy Taylor just didn't make my excitement for the hire. And you're like, well, who else could you hire? You could have probably hired somebody else. Man, if you just look, look at Clemson hiring uh, Riley as an offensive coordinator. Instead of going offense coordinator, why not Stanford try to hire him as a head coach? Try something different. Get your offense different way. Get more flowing offense. Troy Taylor will run a different scheme. He uh, does run yes, a different scheme. I, I know say, that. It's a different scheme. So it'll be a different Stanford. Uh, and I agree with you. The building blocks, like, it's going to take a while. I have them right out under Arizona State anyway. So, okay. like, I have them 11th. I don't have them up any higher. So, uh, well, all right. Which is fine. I agree with your ranking and stuff like that. So, uh, but so you're gonna have to go next. Because yeah, because my next one, it's not Arizona State. It's it's Colorado. I think Dion comes in. You know, Dion is flashy. Dion is this. I do like Dion. I do think Dion's gonna be great. I do think it's gonna take some time though, and I do I understand why he chose Colorado because they're not gonna rush him to make his recruits to do all these things. He did a smart move. Why go to Florida State where expectations are going to be so high right away? Well, Florida State wasn't hiring either. At yeah, time. but you know what I'm saying. Yes. But, like, why go to a team that expects you to win right then and there? Colorado's not going to expect him to win right then and there. He's going to weed out the bad that was there. One he already did, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, pretty much. He you know already I mean? did. He kicked I know. everyone off. I know, but like... pretty much, you know, they went 1-11 last year. He's like, I don't need 1-11 guys. I need winners. Yes. He's going to weed those guys out, and he's got to bring... What's His, the issue going to be because of that, though, this year with Colorado? It's like, depth. depth. It's depth. depth right? it's, nothing you know? a, it's nothing against his talent. his son, Sanders, and, and Hunter, and all the guys he's brought in. Yeah, the talent it's, is the, the depth. He's got talent there. It's depth. Yep. He, can't, he can't flip his defense. By the way, only three returning off defensive players from that crappy team last year. He can't flip defensive tackles and expect... Rotate. Yeah, he can't rotate them and expect to get... Four star, three star talent in Colorado. Yeah, that's, it's nothing against Dion, which is wild. I think uh, Vegas said like Colorado is one of the most bet teams to win the uh, national championship this year. Like, which is I, like, which is wild. Wild. Like you have to understand, Dion can't flip a one in eleven team over that quickly. Like he, no needs, coach can. Yeah, no coach can. Because no. Nick Saban, even his first time going over to Bama and stuff like that, he struggled. Yeah, he it, struggled his first. It takes time to flip a team. And he's getting rid of what he needs to get rid of. He he's getting rid of the the guys that are what Colorado recruited at that time. I'm not saying Colorado's bad. I'm not saying Dion's bad either. I well, think Colorado he, was bad. Colorado you was could, you awful. Yeah, they but, were, they were but like the program itself, like I don't think Colorado should have ever been one in eleven bad. That's what I'm saying. Well, remember the recruiting allegations. And yeah, all I know, but the hookers and stuff. At like no that. point do I ever think Colorado should have ever been. Yeah, it was it was the bad. bottom yes. barrel of I the Pac-12. It did. Suck. Yeah, it did. Suck at no it. point, even uh, the Big Twelve, Pac-12, wherever conference they're in, I should never see Colorado one in eleven. The brand of Colorado football yeah. should never be that. Bad. And that's what they wore. And Dion's trying to go back to the times when they were good, when they went to the Big 12 championship games with Cordell Stewart and other players and playing Texas in the Big 12 championship. Mm -hmm. I know they, they got blown us. out. No, they beat well, us. Well, they beat you and then they got blown out. Didn't they the next, the next year? If yeah. I remember correctly. Like, uh, well, yeah. Well, with the Vince Young, Vince Young here, yeah, yeah, we, won, we won 70-3. Yeah, but it's just one of those things yeah. where like you want 
that tight yes. with Colorado on the back. Yes. Like, yes, you lost 73, but you're in the game. You're winning nine, ten games. And I don't expect I don't ex- I expect Colorado to win at least eight games per year. Not one. Mm-hmm. But right now they don't have the depth. Yeah. And I think it takes time for Dion. And I think he chose the right program to say, we're gonna give you the time that you need. We're not gonna rush you and say you need to win now. Mm-hmm. Like if he went to Florida, they would like win now. Yeah, well we already see that, yeah. but that's a different topic. Different topic. Different, but like podcast, any yes. any team in the southeast would like win now. Mm-hmm. And Dion's like you can't win now with the group you have now. You have to understand where you're at. And I think he's done a good job. And do I think they're going to be bad? Yes. Do I think they're going to be better than what they were last year? Of course. One win. You can't get any. You only go from up for one. Very true. So that's where I'm at with them. Yeah, I have them at 10. So, like, they're right there with the... I'm yeah. right there. Yeah, so. you're right there. So... And then I have Arizona State at 10. Okay, cool. So, so like, it's our pretty three, much, yeah, it's, we have the same. It's yeah, just a little flip. It's a little flip. Yeah, cool. Cool. Like I said, I'm going to uh, go undefeated. Mine's going to be exact. Exact. This is so, how yeah. that order is going to be. But, so now we get into, I don't know, maybe we go into the next tiers, I guess. This I is, mean, we go kind of next year. I also think this team, and I also think his head co- the time for this head coach, and I know you're going to say this. You always say this. His time is over. Yeah. Well, you said it was over last year. It should have been over you last year. said it year. was over last it year. It should have been. But this is... this. I realize now that this team... This team does not care enough to flip them. It's Cal. Right. I, I, I knew where you were going. Yeah. That's not, I do not have him at the same spot you do. But that's fine. So you don't have him at nine? No, I do not. You, what do you have at nine? Um, continue with the Cal thing. That's fine. Go ahead. Because uh, uh, I have Cal after this. Okay. Team, so. It's just one of those things where I, 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 Cal brings back eight play offense players, nine defense players. He's a defensive coach. Uh, Justin Woodlock. Wilcox. Wilcox. He is a good defensive play coach. Yeah. I just great. don't think they have offensive. He doesn't recruit enough offensive talent to make me believe that he could get. What is it? He had four wins last year. He can maybe get five wins this year. If that, one, two, three. That's, that's even being all right. He can get four or five. Yeah. I see about five wins. Yeah, he, might, he might get So five. he gets one. So I think, but Cal doesn't care enough about their coaching that he won't get fired, but I do think he should get fired, but it's fine. You know, uh, the pressure's <laughs> on actually for Cal this year, though. Because they fired the head coach that went to the national championship last year. They fired Sonny Dykes. That is also very true. And then they hired Justin Wilcox. So this is like, he has the pressure on him. So if he doesn't come through with a winning season this year, it's official. He's done. They're not going to keep up with that because they're embarrassed. They got egg on their face. That's the one thing about Cal. Like, they don't care about, like... um. If Sonny Dykes didn't make the national championship and won seven kind of games, they'd be cool with it? Yes, they would have been fine. But now they have egg on their face. They're because like, how stupid they yes. look that Sonny Dykes is and actually a hear it. decent coach? Their presidents have to hear it. They're like, why do we fire Sonny Dykes? Did he coach for us? Why do we get rid of him? So that all backlash is going to cause Justin Wilcox to actually get fired this year. It might be true. I think that's the thing that's going to happen. Oh, um, also, I hate their uniforms. I hate their helmets. They should be... I like Cal's uniforms. I don't like the... the. They should be a little more shiny on the helmets. But that's just me. Yeah, well, maybe when they go to the Big 12. I don't hate the, I hate their matte colors. But 
But yeah, so I'm assuming you have uh, Wazoo. 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 Like when I was scrolling through and doing this preview, like what is up with these coaches in the Pac-12? You know, like Wazoo's coach. Like where are they coming from? Like who who hires these guys? Jake Dicker was been there from since COVID when they fired their other coach. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is another reason I should have had Wazoo last year uh, lower because of that. Honestly, because that was bullshit that they fired the other coach. He's so a he decent coach. Him. I enjoy him. He was fine. He, and, did, he proved me wrong a little bit because I think I had him finishing last year, last year because of that same principle. But I haven't moved it up And the thing about him is, the thing about Wazoo is I think they have a top five quarterback in the Pac-12. Yeah, Ward, is, Ward Jr. is, yeah, that's not crazy. That's not crazy. He's a sneaky, really good quarterback. He's kind of... He reminds me of Robert Griffin, but not as good as Robert Griffin. But he reminds me of him, where he's gonna he can run and outrun your defense. He just can't pass as well. That's why I don't have Wazoo here, and I don't trust was was uh, Sam Jackson. I don't trust Cal. And I trust, like I always trust uh, Justin Wilcox's defense. defense. So that's what in the Pac twelve. I feel like everything's open. I feel like we've seen win a couple games, but I feel like I feel like we've seen Justin Wilcox his defense so much in the Pac twelve that it neglect neglects everything he does. It's been it. This is what is his seventh year going on here. Yeah, we've seen it all. There's nothing changing about that defense that Pac twelve teams hasn't seen. Yeah, I I will say I overrated Justin Wilcox as a head coach, Um, but maybe I would just. Because I think we both have the same teams. I think we just flipped them. You have Wazoo next? Yeah, I think I have Wazoo. Wait, hold on. Let me make sure about that. I might have another. I might have a little sneaky one here. Because I think now we're starting to get No, crazy. I think I, I think I have my next team. I actually, I actually going to flip it. But yeah. Because at seven, I think from seven on from here, everything gets crazy. Because I have Cal. And then I have... I think I, I'm going to flip it. I think I have Washington State 7. Okay. And this other team 8. Okay, yeah, because I'm, I'm already at 7 right now. Yeah, is it the same uh, team I have? Well, no, this 8 team that you have, or the one that's coming up? Well, I have Cal at 9. I'm flipping my 7 that was 7 to 8. Okay, so who is that? It's UCLA. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I have them at 7. Yeah, that's I have what them I'm at saying. 7. That's fine. Yeah. Perfectly fine. And it's... Go ahead and say your reasoning, but I have them similar to where you do. Um, I don't trust anything about their offense. Uh, quarterback. Quarterback play. They have to replace. They have to replace him, and I guess he was decent enough. Uh, DTR, but uh, he's better than I thought he was going to be last year. I will yeah, say that. Yeah, so. you have to replace DTR, but you look at that. You're going to go. Apparently, you're either going to go a freshman. We're calling she Shield from a Ken, transfer from Kent Kent State, State. Yeah, or and then after that, you're gonna also do another transfer at running back in Carson Steele, who apparently people love from Ball State, the white running back. Oh, really? The white yeah. guy, that big guy. Yeah, hey. they, apparently people love him, and I'm just sitting there like, he's okay. He he's not like he's not breakaway speed type guy. And in the Pac-12, I feel like you need breakaway speed guys. At your running back spot nowadays. It's more, you know, my point on UCLA is I think people get tired of Chip Kelly's coaching. That also might be true. Like, it's been a track record where people just get tired of Chip Kelly's coaching. 
like at Oregon, he lasted probably what was it, eight eight years. And oh. They played. They played. Oregon played better after they fired Chip Kelly and got his guy from uh, what was it North Dakota or New Hampshire State. I can't remember the head coach. I'll say there. this. I'll say this. They do have a very veteran offensive line that'll help them out. But like talent there. They're always gonna have talent. They have nine defensive players returning, but even then, the defense wasn't like you're not shouting that many. Their, their schedule's too tough. That's the problem. That, that is true. But like you're not gonna shout at me and be like, Yep, their defense was great last year. They couldn't stop USC to save their life. Mm-hmm. To make the Pac-12 championship well, game. Yeah. That was one of the... Remember, in that game, it was so back and forth. They gave me one stop. They're in. Right? Mm-hmm. And they couldn't get you a stop. And so, even though you bring nine back, you're not like, yep, yeah, that's a great nine. It's like North Carolina's defense a little bit. I'll say that. Kind of. But you're like, I would trust North Carolina's defense more than UCLA's defense. And you're like, well, they beat Washington. I feel like that was a weird Thursday night game. Yeah. That they beat them. But they got blown out at home against Arizona a week some time ago. That game uh, where I bet the money line, they should have lost that game. But fucking like some screw job happened in that. The South Alabama game. Because I picked South Alabama money line. Yeah. So like there's things. There's, in- like I, there's, their record last year is not as good. Like is better than what they should have been. I think. I think they were 7-6. And they beat I think Utah. They, were- they beat Utah and Washington. I think they were 7-16 last year. Then they, they go and lose to Oregon. Lose to Arizona and USC. So, like, you sit there and you're like, where are we at with DTR? If DTR was your, if if 94 was your high point, your low point this year is going to be really low. Yeah, if the, I, could, I could actually see them being lower than what we have them at 7. Well, you have them at 7. I have them at 8 because I have Wazoo jumping them now. Because I do rate Cam. I do rate Cameron Jordan, Cameron Ward, Ward Jr. Jr. I do rate him as a really good quarterback. And I think... Defensively, yeah, they only bring five back, but maybe that five's better than what I've seen from UCLA. It's nine. So, for me, mm-hmm. personally, I think Washington State's a little bit better than UCLA. Yeah, and I could e- easily see that, too, because the more I'm talking about UCLA, the more I see, like, a big regression. Yeah. I think they're a regression team. They're, they look like a regression team, and you're going to be like, well, damn, Steele wasn't as good as a running back as a transfer that we thought he was. Mm-hmm. And, damn, they have no quarterback. Well, Colin Shield is not as good as we thought he was, you know, coming from Kent State. And people in Kent State are going to tell you, yeah, he is really good. But realistically, you're like, yeah, he's not good for the Pac-12, though. Yeah, they got a bunch of MAC players playing in the they Pac-12. They have two MAC, MAC they, players. Like, it's, a Mac, it's a MAC team playing in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what's going on with UCLA right now. I, I hope people realize what is really going on with UCLA because a lot of people are blowing Chip Kelly because of that last year and shit. And I do not think he's... Well, this past two years, 8-4 and four and 9-4, and four, and you're just like, yeah, UCLA's on the come I probably, up. I probably listen to Colin Cowherd too much, though, because Colin Cowherd always blows UCLA. Like, they're the best thing of fucking all time. And yeah. Shit, so. and, and, well, I mean, you can't argue nine returning defensive plays, but at the same time, you look at it and you're like, well, they gave up 32 to South Alabama... They gave up 32 against Washington. They gave up 32 against Utah. They gave up 45 or 30 against Oregon. 13. Uh, what else is it? 36 against Arizona State. 34, 48, and 28. It's like you know, they gave up 28 to California. So you sit there and you go, it's not as good as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And they just outscored you. 
But you yeah, know, and they had a good quarterback. Uh, like, they had a quarterback I, I, that's been there for years and been in the system for years. Yeah. And I'm not even a big D- DTR fan, but um, so you sit there and you go, "Well, none of these quarterbacks are DTR." Been in. Why am I saying that wrong? There's no way. It's no, DTR. it's DTR. Is it really? Yeah. So you sit there and you go, "They don't have a DTR." Thomas Robinson. Is it Thomas Robinson? What the hell was it? Dorian. Was his Thomas, first name Dorian? Dorian Thomas Robinson. Yeah. Okay. So it's one of those things. Well, yeah, I don't think UCLA is going to be as good as... I think Washington State actually is the sneaky, like, don't want to play Washington State team this year. So, those are both our eight and sevens. Yeah. And so, I'm assuming we have the same six. Uh, Go ahead. Zona Zoo? I have have Arizona. Yep. Can I do... Um, um, Can I... Could have put them higher. I tried my best to try it. uh, I, I tried... And I was like, no, they're here. I will say this. I'll say the offense is going to be the most fun thing in the Pac-12, you'll see. We have... There's a lot of good offenses. Yeah, I know, but but we have one of the best offenses. Pac-12 is just built for offense right now. Eight and a half wins, by the way, for UCLA. Oh, that's an under all day. Right. But um, I think T-Mac actually has one of the best years. Just for the fact that Count Crowning's over there, and he's going to get a lot of, a lot of looks, attention over yeah. on his side. Yes, and don't forget we got the transfer wide receiver from Colorado from the spring game that had a great game. He's going to be the slot guy, mm-hmm. so he's only going to attribute. We have one of the best tight ends in the Pac-12, in McLaughlin. Uh, Wiley is an underrated running back, and our running back crew in general is underrated. We have Wiley. Uh, we have Coleman and we have Williams. Okay. Jalen Delora. Keep up with the positives. I know. Jalen Delora is sneaky good. We have a good... Uh, what do you mean sneaky good? No, he's sneaky bad sometimes. Sneaky too. bad, but I think he's I think he's going to... Second year under the system of Jet Fish will get that sneaky bad out of his system. Okay. I could, I'm That's what that. I'm saying. I'm thinking he's going to get that out of his system. Because he throws some bad... He throws some bad picks, yes. But we have a great offensive. We have a good offensive line. The question mark is always going to be: yep. Can our defense yep. hold? And uh, that's, that's what that's it is. What it is, right? That, it's pretty much can our defense hold? Because if your defense was better, you could be up there. Yeah, we could be up there. We only bring three back. We do get Justin Flowers from Oregon. We do get a defensive lineman from Georgia. Uh, I can't forget. His, why am I forgetting his name? I forget his name. We got a guy from Michigan. So like the defense is improving. We got rid of the Sunderland shit that he gave us. It's all out. Yeah, yeah. Gone. and we're bringing in guys that are Jeff Fish guys and our defensive guys. So I'm looking forward, I would say, to the upgrade that we have. It's more of can we show the defense? Can we stop them enough for our offense to score? And I believe we can. I believe we're a seven to eight win team this year. The The ceiling is... Obviously, like ten wins, but I'd say the ceiling's nine. Yeah, yeah, that but like switches on like nine. Yeah, so you could you, the ceiling if you in a great year you have nine wins. Yeah, like we out beat, of conference is tough. We beat Northern like, Arizona. Like, we beat let's say we beat Northern Arizona, UTEP, and we shockingly beat Miss, at Mississippi State. We're three and zero. We beat Stanford. We're at four and zero. We might be ranked at that time. Then we go mm-hmm. Washington, USC, and now Washington State. That right you there, need a, yeah, is a tough like road. Then we get the bye, Oregon State, UCLA, at Colorado, Utah, and Arizona State. We can, I think we can win one, two, 
I say you need four we, or five wins before the bye because yeah. you could sweep after the bye. Yeah, I think there's a high opportunity for that. But that's just one of the things. But it's a homework mindset. But I think our offense is that good. And nobody really understands how good Wiley is as a running back to be that good. It is the defense line, though. Like, your defense has to show up this year. That's what it is. But, uh, honestly, I do not see you guys falling behind. UCLA is the only team that could probably pass you up. If you don't finish top seven this year, there had to be an injury or something. Because you're better than every other team before before that. I'd like to say Washington State's sneaky good, too. But that's just me and my Washington State life. Yeah, but... I think uh, you're right there. You're going to pull the random Arizona upset on a home game at night, late at night. That's going to happen. Probably uh, Oregon State's probably going to be the victim to that. And um, it's either them or Washington, one of those two. I can see yes being Utah. So, like, there's going to be a big upset that happens. We we also don't really care about USC's home field advantage. We can beat UCLA. Oh, at USC. Or USC yeah, not yeah, UCLA. yeah, yeah. USC. Yeah, you, uh, didn't you almost beat them last year? Uh, no, we got blown. Yeah, you it did. was close, but it was a blowout, and then we got came back at the end. Okay. It was one of those things. Well, Lee and Riley has our numbers somewhat. But I do think we're going to be competitive. I think we'll be competitive in every game. That's the difference this year. Well, that's a, that's a big statement. Yeah. So, I don't think, next year is the year. Yeah, I don't think we're going to be non-competitive in every game. I think we'll be competitive in almost every game this year. Yeah, Brandon Walker is fucking in for a surprise when Zona comes in there and whoops that ass. Uh, we'll see. Their offensive line, our defensive line is going to have to step up from last year in the offensive line that was poor last year. But I do think we're going to be competitive in that game this year. Uh, moving on. All right, where are we at? Right, now we're at five. We're at and five. Now, now things get... Now things get interesting. Yeah. I, I remember last year I told you Oregon State was going to be sneaky good. You did. I did yeah. tell you that. I was, I was dead and wrong. And you were wrong was... on that. I did tell you that. And I don't I don't think Oregon State... I think five is about their spot that I got them. Unfortunately, I want to put them higher, but I'm not a DJ guy. Can't. Uh, yeah. I can't that, put them That's higher. a good point. I forgot. Uh, DJ does chug. Maybe not, I have a reverse theory on it. Maybe the spotlight's not going to be on him. He's in the Pac-12. You know, late games. Nobody's going to be really watching the talent, him. Be he has the talent. So, and he's going to be behind a better offensive line. Oh, it's going to be one of the best offensive lines in the nation. So he's. So I do think Oregon State's really good. They're a sneaky. I would say like Kansas State type team where. Yeah, I have them at five, but they can make the Pac-12 championship. Mm-hmm. Like, don't look, don't overlook them as your Pac-12 champion. Because I said Jonathan Smith was good last year, and he's going to still be good this year. I think everybody in Oregon State understands how good they are and how they have to execute. It's just one of those things where... You can't put them ahead of the other? I can't put them ahead of some of this powerhouse that goes on in there. Yeah, well, I did. I did put them ahead put of them one. Up, you put them ahead of... Because I have my four, so five, I have somebody else. Oregon? Yes. Yeah. You have Bo Nix? Yeah, Bo Nix. Yeah. It's one of those things where I couldn't put them... I know. I, like, I, how the hell do you have them over Oregon anyway when they did beat, that biggest they, choke job of all time? They beat Oregon last year. I know they beat Oregon last Oregon year. Oregon choked like 
Oregon crazy. always chokes, but it's just one of those things where I think, and it's a weird thing to say, I do think DJ hurts him more than he helps him. That's a fair fair assessment, but I think his talent is so good that he's going to be behind a, and with less pressure, not the mainstream media. I think he has a sneaky great year this year. Well, not even sneaky. Well, it'll be sneaky because it's in uh, Corvallis and no one cares about him. Yeah, and it's on Friday. And I think Oregon State has the better coach than Oregon. So that's why I moved him up a little nod over them. I'd rather go with that. And Bo Nix. So, Bo Nix was... I'm a big Bo Nix guy. He was bad at Auburn. He went to the uh, Pacific Northwest. Good again. DJ can't have that same thing. I'm not saying he can't, but I don't think he's going to like light the world And up. the talent at Oregon State isn't... Um, it's not better than Oregon's, but it's better coached. Like, it's more developed. Because we saw that last year. Yeah. No, I I, I think they have really talented players. And I do think... I think they have one of the best running backs in the nation in the Pac-12 with Martinez. It's just... I don't know. I, there's something about Oregon State where I think they'll struggle at a moment in time. Like, I, I don't think they'll beat Arizona at Arizona in... That's weird to say, because I think they can run all over Arizona. But it might be one of those things where I might be wrong, and I hope I'm—I don't hope I'm wrong. But I, I Oregon State—I just have Oregon ahead of them. That's what it is. I'm assuming you have Oregon State ahead of them, and I have Oregon ahead of them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. We just have that flip. Yeah, we have that flip. I don't. My questions is, I will say this. My question for Oregon is. More of can they stay the course, right? They won ten games last year. Can they not choke a game, right? Can they not lose at Tech? Not a Dan Lanning. Well, Dan Lanning. I see. I'm not a big Dan Lanning hater like you are. I feel like every Oregon court coach gets this rap of choke. Besides, well, the only coach that he probably got the rap too. The one that. Uh, came after Chip uh, Kelly and Chip. Yeah, he choked. He went to National Championship and choked. Well, he's never been heard of again now. Yeah, I know, but he, there's choke artists, but that's just one of the things. I feel like Oregon coaches get this rap of like, we're just choke artists and we just choke every game. Like, we, like they'll win that tech game. Say they'll win that tech game and they go all the way down. They'll be at, the, like, they'll lose at Stanford and then they won't lose again until what? Oregon State? Like, random shit like that to Oregon. And you're like, damn, if he doesn't lose the There's Stanford... There's no way they're beating Washington out of Washington. Not, well, there is a way. I'm not there saying, they, I'm not saying they won't, but like that's one of the random things I'm saying. Like They'll lose to Stanford and then beat everyone else and then lose to Oregon State. And they'll, go, they'll only have two losses. And you're like, damn, if he doesn't lose to Stanford at Stanford mm-hmm. because you choked. Yeah, damn. That, but that's just like yeah. an Oregon thing. Like Oregon that's, I feel like that's an Oregon thing. It's just so Oregon that it's wild. I just uh, and everyone loves Oregon no matter what. Like everyone loves them. Everyone wants to like not just this year, but every year if they're halfway decent. I mean, if they bring Aiden Nate back, that's pretty much the whole team from last year. So yeah, potentially from ten three, you can easily see them beat a Utah, Washington, and a Tech and a Oregon State in the USC. Like I can see technically they, I can see all the ways they can. Beat those teams. Mm-hmm. This for the talent that's coming back, and Bo Nix is coming back in another year under under Dan and 
everything sitting right. Like sitting right, Oregon's a playoff team. I do agree. Like everything looks legit. Like sitting this, right is this is a this is a conference uh, college football team, yeah, right? Playoff team. Playoff yes. team. Yes. But it's Oregon, and you know Oregon for some reason always has those losses that you just can't explain. I can't explain why they lost to Washington. I can't explain. Why Washington was good. Yeah, but I can't explain why why they lost to Oregon State. They just choked. Yeah, you. But I can't. You can't explain it. You're like, oh, they just choked. They were up big, fucking. Were sitting pretty, and then they just ended up. And if you want to look at it, they only lost by what they combined six points in those games. Other than the Georgia game, which they got blown out by. Other than that, they only lost by six points. The whole year. Six points. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're just like, damn, Morgan, can you execute your movements? You could have been one lost team in the college football playoffs. It wouldn't have been Ohio State. It might have been you guys. But See, you, Oregon, we could actually just pick Oregon to win the Pac-12. We could have just You could have, yeah. yeah I and, can't, we both, and we both did not. We both picked them at four. Yeah. All right, it, well, I picked them at uh, five. You picked them at four. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I think they're going to Oregon it. Right. And it, I hate to say it, for Oregon fans going to hate it, but you're going to Oregon it again. I feel like there's going to be a game where you lose to Stanford. At Stanford. I know, you keep, you keep saying that. Because that's like a random game they want to get to the bye week and they're just not going to pay attention to. There will be no one in that stadium. They'll blow, blow the They don't care. That's even worse for them. Right, they yeah. need people in the yeah. same to care about yeah, them. Because they're used to having that rocketous exactly. atmosphere over at uh, Eugene. Yeah. So that's just one of the random games I see. And then, like, I can see them losing at or to Washington State at home or at Utah. Like, if they lose that at Washington and at Utah, their season's done. So, it's just one of those things, as I do say, Oregon's my four. And they're your five. They're my five. All right. Yeah, that's going to come back to bite me. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. So, if but they're I'm your five you. and your Oregon State's your four, who's your three? Three, I have Utah. You have Utah falling have, to three? I have Utah falling to three. Love the love the tight end Kincaid. Oh, Kincaid got drafted. Yeah, got you. Who's the other tight end that they have too? That's uh, uh, but the other big New Zealand motherfucker. Thomas Yasmin. Yeah, the yeah, he's he's really good. Cam Rising, I can't trust him to stay healthy for all year. So I'll be like, he's gonna get hurt a couple games. So that's gonna cost him. Utah's defense, special teams will carry him enough to get to three. However, like I don't have them in the Pac-12 championship game this year. Um, my three is Washington. Fair enough. And as much as I, I mean, I can't say enough about their offense. It's phenomenal. It's great. Phenomenal. There's, there's not one thing you can phenomenal. say. Phenomenal. You can't hate on Washington's offense. If somebody tries to find something wrong against Washington's offense, you're a liar. Penix sold me last year. Remember, like if he. Because Indiana, Indiana Penix wasn't the same guy. But when you went to Washington early on, I still didn't believe it. And then yeah. Kalen, just uh, continuously. Kalen DeBoer did a great job there. And, I mean, there's nothing I can say bad about their offense. I have Washington actually winning it. You do? I have I them don't winning the Pac-12. trust their defense. I think their defense is perfectly fine. Uh I mean, they only lost two games last year, and you're like, well, what would they lose to? They lost to UCLA. They gave up 40. 
Then they lost the next weekend. Arizona State gave them 45. Yeah, the Arizona State one was kind of like, that's a... And then you sit there and you go, are those flukes? And you kind of say, yeah, those are flukes, right? That's how I look at it. Yeah, you look at it and you're like, there's a flukes, right? Both of them, but the Arizona State one. I mean, they scored 38 and they gave up 45. They they scored Wasn't 32. Wasn't that the game after they fired her? Uh, it might have been, but I mean, they played at UCLA at uh, Arizona State, and do they have something like that this year? They really don't. Like, if you look at the schedule this year, it's not like that. I mean, at Stanford, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. No. And then at USC, other they than have one, they have one tough game. I mean, oh, two at Oregon State. Like, Utah's tough, but they get them at home. I know, and they get they play at Michigan State, and that's a non-conference game. So, I, if you look at it, yeah, I do really like Washington. I just, I think the defense is going to have a, a fuck-up like they did against UCLA and Arizona State one of these times. I believe their offense is good enough that they're, it, it just won't matter. It won't matter? I mean, they scored 38, they gave up 45, though. That's one of the things that I, I will say. I think they're going to average 40-plus a game this year. Okay. I, I believe that the offensive system they play, they they're just going to keep scoring and scoring. Like, they have an actually better offense than Oregon. Like, everyone thinks Oregon's offense is No, I think Washington like is the best offense in the uh, Pac-12. And that's crazy to say. Uh, you see, that's that's a little tough. I think, little tough yeah, I think it's when, better than USC's with Lincoln t- Riley in there. I still think it's I still one think a, one a, I'll say tomato, tomato. Because I, I don't want to go too hard either way because fucking USC's offense is still phenomenal. That's fair. I do think their offense is better. I think they have... Now, I do think USC's offense has gotten better, but I do think Washington's offense is better at that moment. So all they have to do is just outscore every single team. Pretty much. that That's what you're going with. And I've seen this before with like a team like, oh, you just got to outscore the team. And it hasn't worked all the time. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, I'm going... Washington three, and my next team is another offensive team. No, let's see. I'm going FC two. I have them too. Also, um, I think they're great too offensively. They're one A one B pretty much. You're right with Washington. Uh, You know what you're getting out of a Lincoln Riley team. They're gonna fucking score shit ton of points. They got the Heisman back in Caleb. I really do believe that. their their defensive coordinator is underrated. Like he didn't have talent last year. Everyone shits on Alex Grinch from Washington State. Um, I think he knows how to. There's a reason Mike Leach had him as his defensive coordinator, and it's the reason Lincoln Riley picked him too. It's I mean, they bring nine uh, defensive players back. So for me, yeah. And they recruit, and they have a couple transfers, transfers coming in and too. Recruits are coming in. But I want to go down this little thing where they uh, a lot of people talk shit about defensive coordinators. Um, it's because they give up a bunch of points. But if Mike Leach and Lincoln Riley both pick Alex Grinch to be a defense coordinator, he runs a system that is turnover heavy. He wants yeah. he wants to get the ball back to the offense. Yeah, that they'll play more risk. Yeah, than, risk than rewards. Right, and that's the reason that those spread offensive uh, offensive coaches want a coordinator that'll just get the ball back. Yeah, and people shit on him. They'll give up a shit ton of yards, shit ton of points. They only care about, like, get a couple stops in the red zone. And give us, give us a couple turnovers. Like uh, Oklahoma State um, defensive coordinator, similar to that. That was That's with Ohio State now? That's with Ohio State now. That's the same kind of tactic. Same tactic. 
and uh, I think he, Alex Grinch gets a bad rap from people that don't understand the scheme of how offenses and defenses complement each other. Like if you if you run the ball all the time, damn time and you're a different type of offense, Alex Grinch would not be the defense coordinator for you. Like if he's at Pitt, you don't want that. Mm. You want somebody that can just stop him on third downs. Don't take risks. Try to just Yeah. I understand what you're saying. Um my thing with this is though The schedule's tough. That's why I have them too. It's not the worst. I actually think this schedule is actually a lot easier than when I look at it. I do think they lose two games in a row, though. Or they lose three. I think they lose to Utah. Lincoln Riley never loses three games in a row. No, he doesn't lose three in a row. Because yeah. he loses to Utah. He blows out Cal. But then he loses to Washington and out of Oregon. I think that's a three loss. I think he beats at Oregon because I have Oregon at five in mind yeah. anyway. So I think USC fucking smashes Oregon yeah, anyway. But I think he loses those three. Yeah. And that's why I think I have him at two. And I have Washington. Actually, I might flip it. I don't know. But you would, <laughs> I, I really tell you, too, my one through four was tough as it was. Yeah. But I do think USC is two. I do think there's... I could have put, put a Lincoln-Riley team, not one or two. That was the thing. It was, yeah. it was a, more of the question. It, I think like, that was more of the thing. Like, I can't put... I don't think I've ever seen Lincoln Riley not yeah. finish one or two. So I couldn't put USC less than two. And yeah. it was kind of like building everything after that. Yeah. And my one. So like our one and four could probably flip. But yeah. Like USC is always going to be like two. Yeah. At my, least. My one is is Utah. I don't have the same worries about Cam as you do. Uh, you weren't saying that shit during the Rose Bowl game last year. That's the Rose Bowl. Cam always gets hurt in the Rose Bowl. Now, before he got hurt, you were talking shit about him. Yeah, he was awful in the Rose Bowl, but even then he got hurt, and I was like, that's a typical Cam. Like, you don't have the Rose same Bowl. worries. You were just talking no, shit I was about him. Because every, in every game before the Rose Bowl, he's great. He stays healthy, and he plays. And when it gets to the, the granddaddy of them all, he crumbles, and he gets hurt. That's just Cam's way. I don't think you understand... That they already go through two murderers row. Yeah, that's gonna wear them down. No, that's just getting them. That's getting them prepared for what's coming in the Pac-12. I think the Florida game. I, I could see them going zero and two and still winning. They could still win the Pac-12. I don't have them at three. I don't think you understand how good that defense is going to be this year, and how good they're going to stop these offensive teams. I think only only when it's. Not in a Rockets environment. Utah plays good against SC, UCLA. On the, even though they lost to UCLA last year, I know that, blah, blah, blah. But usually they play better whenever it's the California. If they go at Washington, at Oregon. They don't go at Oregon this year. Do they go at Washington? They do go at Washington. Which is why I have Washington number one. They go Utah, at Washington three. and at Arizona back to back and at Oregon State. Other than those, that. Those are... Other than that, I'm not really, I'm not even really worried about the at Washington game because I feel like they can smack them in the mouth early and that thing's done. Because the nine defensive players they bring back, mm-hmm. I think Kyle Winham is the most underrated coach in the Pac-12. I feel like that's the most overset statement because nobody cares. Everyone, everybody loves because everybody loves sexy. 
right? We love the sexy organ, the Washington and the USC. We love the sexiness of their offense. What the hell's going on right now? So in the Pac-12, you love the dirty and shit, but fucking when we did the ACC, no, 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 no. we did the ACC podcast, you did not. I love the dirty in the Pac-12 because dirty in the Pac-12 is different than when the ACC. When you get sexy in the Pac-12, the dirty works better. Pitt's been doing a good job doing dirty. They don't the do dirty that well. They were doing no, five. They scored a shit ton of points with Kyle with Kenny Pickett. That's how they won the ACC. It wasn't dirty. It was points. They needed points. And when they got back to the dirty grind, they realized we ain't dirty enough. They we can't win dirty. You they were close. They almost beat Tennessee playing dirty. So I don't want to hear that argument. They no. almost beat the Tennessee. That That's sexy Tennessee. That I'm talking ACC talk. Yeah. In conference play, they kind of dirty it up enough. Yeah. You talking dirty well, it because... Well, they had a fucking Kenny Slovis. Because a Pac- they had a Pac-12 quarterback. That's why. Everybody in the Pac-12 is all about sexy. Slovis Here's the difference. Everybody in the Pac-12, your top five, almost six guys, other than Oregon State, right. other than, other than Oregon, Oregon State, State right. is a very sexy... So Sexy style offense. Yes. And Utah is the most talented, non-sexy team that will grind you and play dirty. And when you go into a dirty game against Utah, you're going to lose. And USC understood, didn't understand you have to play as dirty, if not dirtier than them. And when they came to smack them in the mouth, Utah smacked them in the mouth, and they had no idea what to do with that. Twice. Very true. Twice. Very true. The first time it was close. The second time wasn't even close. They got smacked in the mouth, ran over, and they had no idea what to do with the random. That is, that is with, very true. With, with physical play. So why wouldn't you just pick Oregon State then? Because they don't have the talent like Utah. And sexy, they don't, sexy still beats Oregon State. Fair Utah enough. has this system where it works because he's been there for almost 20 years. Yes. And he understands this is how you beat these teams. He understands it. Now, Oregon State is close. I'm not saying Oregon State is not going to be there, but they're going to be close. They didn't play Washington last year, right? No. We'll see. That's fine. They didn't need to play Washington last year. They played USC twice. No, so we'll have the sexy versus uh, dirty game. We will. We'll We'll have, like, Christina... Christina Aguilar, uh, what's called genie in a bottle, and then Christina Aguilar dirty team. And I will say this: we Oregon fans will be like, we beat them in the dirty game, seventeen twenty. But you also Oregon, you choke games. That's just what you do. Well, they have a new coach, the Dan Lanning coach, kind of like that's that was their little ride thing. Where it's yeah, like, yeah, he could, he's a defensive coach from Georgia, so he's gonna bring that. And also, they don't have to play this grind out game either, because if you look from last year, they won. They beat USC 43-42. So if you want to go and score, they can go and score too. Score it by running the ball and grinding you out. No, they, they passed that ball against USC that game too. They did pass yes, the ball against yes. USC in that game. So, Kim, if you want to play a sexy, they tried to play grime and they were like, oh, we're just going to score. USC, Utah's also in that game too where you want to go score, we'll try to score but we're going to do a little dirty play here and there, and we're going to win. Mm-hmm. That's why it's still my one. That's, like, all that's fair enough. And they plus, you bring nine defensive players back on that good defense under Kyle, there ain't no way it's not going to be good. No way Utah's winning the Pac-12 back-to-back years. That's more of that. That'd be three years in a right. row. Right, I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. They've won it back-to-back years. Yeah. There's no way they're winning three in a row. This, so you have to pick a different team. Time. This have, is their time you have to, to pick show a team. that when they killed the Pac-12, they killed it with three people. Mountain West. 
They're not the Mountain West anymore. It's like them and TCU, man. Imagine that Mountain West conference. Yes. But, like, it's just one of those things where Utah's like, we're going to shut this shit down, and we're going to go to the Big 12 with the Arizona and Arizona State and Colorado. Thank you, good night, and have a good day. You got any Heisman Trophy uh, contenders in this conference? Of course. Well, obviously, Caleb Williams is there, but, um, I mean, you yeah, go, you go Bo Nix, you go Pixon. No um, Cam Rising? No, you know, no was, Cam's just not good. Not telling people to sprinkle money on some Cam Rising? No, no. Cam is Cam. You're gonna get. You know what you're getting at, Cam. Michael Penix is like. Michael Penix, but his value is not good enough to do it. Uh, don't forget, uh, sneaky. If you want, if you could bet the best running back in the nation, uh, Damian Martinez from Morgan State would be there. Um, receivers. I mean, you. Could well, just, Belik, Belik off. Yeah, I mean, you could, do, you could do receiver galore. Cowing, T Mac, any Washington receivers, Singer, uh, fucking. USC receivers. I mean, you could do a bunch because I I don't think I think they might have they might have what three the four five quarterbacks going four thousand yards. So tight end wise is uh so who's the best tight end in the country besides Barris? Because I've heard different things. Is, uh, is it the Utah guy? I mean, you go Utah. You go Stanford's, but I don't. I haven't seen them enough. You go Utah's. Uh, you go Oregon's Terrence Ferguson. He, oh, I do like Ferguson a lot. I do like him a lot. Yeah, I you, do like you him go a lot. Sanders at Texas. I mean, there's there's a plethora of them. But I heard a statement. Um, somebody said, uh, "Who was it?" Big Ev on Pig Central said somebody's the second best tight end in the country, and I can't remember who. I'm assuming it's an Ohio State more guy. No, it wasn't. No, oh, actually, it wasn't. It wasn't that. But it was still outlandish. And he said he was the best tight end, and he didn't say Bowers. Bowers is the best. Tight end in the nation. Like, he's been the best tight end yeah. for two years. Yeah, it's not, it's not even an argument anyway. Yeah. But he said somebody, I can't remember what team it was. It was just random as hell. I was like, what? How is he the best tight uh, end? Apparently, Brent Knuth from Utah is the second team all Pac-12 guy. That's not even the guy I mentioned. For the tight end for Utah? Yeah, so. No, Yasmin is the other guy. Yeah, but right? he didn't make Pac-12 all Pac-12 team. The other guy did. So get Oh, ready. yeah, yeah. What's it called? Uh, Kincaid did. No, the, for preseason, oh, 2023. Shit. So they have another tight end. So get ready for another tight end co- combo at Utah. Mm-hmm. That's just one of the things Utah's good at. Hey, I'd, I'd be happy if Cam Rising uh, had a glorious finish to his career because I always supported him. Um, but I do have USC winning in the Pac-12 championship. Oh, well, that's... that's I, like, I have Utah winning it, being the one seed overall, but I do have USC. And uh, I'd, I have Washington winning it. The unfortunate thing is, I think everyone eats up on uh, the Pac-12. Like everyone beats each other up too much to where like they're not things. gonna they're not gonna make the playoffs. Playoffs, yeah, it's one which of those sucks things. because I think the winner out of the Pac-12 comes out with two or three losses. Yes, yeah. like you look at the Pac-12 and you're like, and there's six good teams, there's five yeah. really good teams, and you six difficult teams, and you're like, well, they're all gonna beat up on each other, and you're about, oh, the Pac-12 stinks again. And you're like, it really doesn't. It's just very evenly matched. We don't have a Florida State, or we don't have a Clemson, Florida State, and everyone else type feel. Mm-hmm. We have multiple teams that can win it. And you're like, oh, well, this didn't happen that day. It's going to be great, though. Um, I'm going to have to stay up way too late all the damn time. Oh, yeah. Because Pac-12 after dark. Pac-12 after dark. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. I love the Pac-12. I'm sad this might be potentially, most likely, the last year of the Pac-12. 
it's been a great ride. Uh, Conference of Champions, like Luke, Bill Walden would say, we are the Conference of Champions. <laughs> what, what happens? So, as soon as the Pac-12 dies, does that mean Bill Walton dies? No. Like, is he going to die as soon as, like, once He's they not, break once they break up, that would be wild. Don't forget, say. we got one shining college basketball year for the Conference of Champions in Bill Walton. And I'm pretty sure he's still going to do it with the Mountain West, a.k.a. Conference of Champions Pac-12. Hope so. Hope so. Bill Walton will never die anyway. Yeah, he will never die. But (laughs) that is our Pac-12 preview. We appreciate you guys listening. And next one we're going to do, I just want to get, can we get the Big Ten out of the way? (laughs) You hate the Big Ten. I hate the Big Ten. I don't think it should have done the last time. I think the Big Ten is the most overrated conference in the world. But yes. I think it's intriguing for a couple of reasons. But But yeah, yeah, we're going to do the Big Ten. 10 next. So, 10? You don't want to just do Big 12? You want to get the Big 12 out of the way? It's my team anyways. I feel right. like if we did your team, then fucking might as well, right, we'll do, do the Big 12. We'll do the Big 12 next. I guess we should we... be arguing about this off of the podcast. Yeah, and stuff, but this but is how we like, do it. Yeah. But we're going to do the Big 12 <laughs> next, and then I guess we leave, I guess, everybody's favorite Big 10 and SEC. SEC, you got to leave them for last because yeah, they're going to take over. Yeah, I know. All right. Appreciate you guys. Later. See you later. Deuces.